This is episode three of Under 10, a mini intimacy podcast with Dr. Jessica Tartaro. That's me. In this third episode, I want to talk to you about telling the truth. This is not a small topic, so I'm going to break it up into two parts. Remember, in the very first episode, way back two weeks ago, I introduced intimacy as a set of tools you can learn like any curriculum. In episode two, what I talked about was being able to ask for what you need in very simple terms, like saying, would you tell me I'm okay? So this third episode is digging in a little bit more to this idea that we have the opportunity when we communicate with people in our life to decide how much we want to reveal to decide how much we want our words on the outside to match our experience on the inside. Um, What I'm calling truth-telling now is the opposite of truth-telling lying? No. Um, It's not so black and white. (sighs) Let me back up just a little bit. So again, in this episode, I'm going to give you some ways of thinking about saying things that are true. Um, And here's some context. So rewind a number of years back to childhood. Um, This is true in my family. See if this is true in your family. But I got lots and lots and lots of messages to ignore what I was perceiving. Like 1,300 little micro messages a day. Somehow that number seems right. This countless number of moments when I perceived something and the environment around me wasn't validating it. Oh, I perceive that maybe mom and dad are um, fighting, um, but no one was talking about it. Oh, I perceive that we just passed by someone who looks different than we are and there's tension in the family, but no one's naming that, okay? These are more hypothetical than real in my experience. More so real in my experience was... It feels really unsafe in here, but no one's talking about what's happening and why that isn't okay. Um, We all feel really, really sad, but no one's talking about why we feel sad. So you may have your 1,300 micro messages a day like that, where your little person body was perceiving one thing, but the environment around you was messaging something else or more likely staying silent. Now, this is not at all to say, oh, my parents failed me or your parents failed you, but more so there's a cultural overlay that has most of us learn, don't name the thing. Whatever the thing is, Don't put your finger on it and say, hey, I see this elephant, right? You know that expression, the elephant in the room? Uh, Don't name the elephant in the room, more so just kind of skirt around the elephant. Okay, so if that sounds familiar, this episode is for you. So what happens over time when we learn to uh, ignore, when we're taught, I should say, to disconnect from our perception of reality, especially our perception of emotional reality, is it gets harder and harder when it actually comes time to say what's true to find our words. Because suddenly it's really, really scary to say, uh, no thanks, I don't want that thing. Um, I don't like mustard. Um, What a small example, but being somewhere where someone's serving 
a, a, a dish with mustard and it's true you don't like mustard. Well, why is it hard to say that? That seems like an innocuous example. Well, one, it's true. And two, if you were taught what's true uh, for whatever reason, we're not going to talk about, then we started pairing truth with danger. Okay. Oh, sure. Give me more mustard. I'll just tolerate this thing so as to not Reveal what's more true. All right, that seems like a very low stakes example, but I'm guessing uh, there's others of them. It's so interesting. This is very true for me too, by the way, and something that I have worked on diligently as an adult is noticing how often I skirt away from saying I actually want something or I don't want something or admitting just how I feel. And um, It's the holiday season, and it's a time when a lot of us are having lots of feelings, and it can be very easy to say everything's fine, or, you know, how are you good? How are you good? The conversation goes nowhere. Big truths aren't told. Okay. So where do we begin to reconcile what we're saying with what we're feeling? Well, if you've ever worked with me for one or more sessions... You know that in intimacy coaching, I always begin my clients with the body. In session number one, no matter what else you came to work on, we start by noticing how the body feels. Hmm, right now my mouth is dry. Uh, Right now my uh, skin actually on my hands feels taut uh, and dry. Um, My hands are very, very, very slightly shaking, okay? I'm tuning into my body. In my first session with any client, I invite you to notice your body using simple language, body-based language. I could tell you, oh, my hands are shaking because I'm kind of tired. Or I could say, my skin is taut because I've been washing dishes. I could tell you the story, but it's less about story. It's just the noticing of the body, Okay, so this is the first part of this week's practice, is to start noticing, uh, let's say once a day, that's like, you know, five-star homework. Let's say once this week, and once a day would be for extra credit. Uh, Notice something about your body. Notice temperature, notice texture, um, notice density, like, oh, my chest feels um, heavy or dense or open. Um, So that's the first part of the homework. The second part, some of you may uh, immediately decide to turn off the podcast after I bring this part up. But the second part is to really start admitting um, that our body makes sounds and has smells and is having a real life, real time human experience that most of us are ignoring. Yes, that's right. I'm talking about farting. My husband and I were talking about what I was going to um, make this week's podcast about, and we joked um, because we are a very um, fart-friendly couple that I should make the podcast about farts. Okay, so I'm actually not making the whole podcast about that, Um, but I started to think if I can even talk about gas or talk about farting, or talk about, God forbid, pooping, okay, there, I've said it, um, to someone, then I have a really good chance of being more likely to be able to also tell them, I don't want mustard, I don't like it, I don't like the flavor, please give me ketchup, or whatever it is. 
that when we start with the body, we begin to close that gap, however big or small yours is, between what we were feeling and what we were taught was okay to name, okay? When that gap gets really big, it can feel like we're walking through life in a fog where we're so far away from what we actually feel and almost floating above our bodies uh, that it's like gravity can no longer find us. We're no longer tethered to the earth. So starting with the body is a way to bring that gravity back, to bring congruence and alignment back between what's on the inside and what's on the outside. I bring up farting because uh, one, it's going to get you in your body. Two, it's going to hopefully have you not take yourself too seriously. Three, it'll maybe get you to consider that we all have bodies and our bodies all sometimes leak and sometimes get gassy and that we have that in common. Um, You know, bodies can bring up a lot of shame for a lot of folks. And one of the things that I endeavor to bring as a foundation to all of my work, all of my teaching, all of my coaching is a befriending of the body in all bodies glory, right? Drippy and oozy and bloated and however body shows up that day, a welcoming and a befriending of the body, including farting. So the second part uh, of your assignment, should you choose to accept it, is to notice maybe some of the things that we want to notice less about the body. Okay, I'm not saying now you got to go and like post on Facebook about farting or fart loudly around people that you wouldn't normally fart around. Oh my gosh, what am I talking about? I've dug myself in some sort of hole. No, what I want you to more so consider is that Um, when we make peace with the parts of our bodies that maybe we are least likely to make peace with, we find uh, almost salvage or recover something really important about being able to speak what's true, especially when it matters most in our intimate relationships. Okay, friends, there you have it. So here we are in the last week of the year with just a few days left in 2020, and I invite you to consider, one, noticing your body once this week, maybe once every day in simple sensation-based language. You can journal it. You can say it out loud. You can put it in a note. You can message me on Facebook. Um, You can post it uh, under this Facebook post if you find me there. Tell me what your body's feeling, too. Have a little smile and notice that everybody farts, including you. All right. I hope that's put a smile on your face. Um, I wish you a blessed, safe, um, and embodied New Year's celebration. This is Dr. Jessica Tartaro with Under 10, a mini intimacy podcast. Be safe. See you next week. Oh, 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 oh.